Have you been feeling frustrated lately? Have you been feeling stuck in a rut? Now is the time to find your purpose in the Lord. We're going to talk about that today here on the Faith Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Faith Talk Podcast. We're excited you are listening today. Prepare to be challenged and inspired through today's episode. We pray that every fear is dispelled and your faith is increased as you hear the Word of God. Now, let's listen in with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Faith Talk podcast today. What a blessing it is to be with you. I'm so excited about today's topic. I do believe that it is a topic that needs to be discussed far more often in the body of Christ because people don't know that God has created them for a purpose. And uh, God has not just made you to be saved. God has not just made you to attend church. God didn't create you for those things. He created you for a purpose to accomplish his will here in the earth. And we want to talk about that today because God has a purpose for you. Yes, you. Every single person who's listening to this podcast, God has something for your life. And we're going to go down into that today and we're going to try to help you figure out what your purpose is, help you find out what that is and how to fulfill it. I want to read you from Psalm 57 verse 2. It says, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. So God has a purpose specifically for you. God has something for you to do. Many times as believers, we end up in a situation where we feel as if our walk is stagnant with the Lord. We feel like we're not progressing. We're spinning our tires. And so many times that is because we don't know what we are to be doing at that point in time for the kingdom. Um, and the Bible tells us even, you know, we have to have a vision. The Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. We've got to have a vision. We've got to understand what we are meant to do. We've got to know what God has called us to do, and we've got to walk in that. Now, that is different for every single person listening to this podcast. Somebody might be called to do something uh, that somebody else is not called to do. One of the things I'm called to do is sing. One of the things I'm called to do is preach. I'm called to do all sorts of things. You may not be called to do those things, but you are called to do something for the Lord. You're called to do things that I'm not called to do. You have talents that I don't have different things that God has purposed for you to use and purposed for you to do that I cannot do. So we're all different in that respect. And I can't tell you what your purpose is and you can't tell me what my purpose is. We may be able to look at each other and say, well, you're good at this and God will probably use this in your life uh, to reach others. But you have to seek God on your own to know what your purpose is, to know what your calling is, and find out what he has done in your life, what he's given you to use for his glory. And that is the basis of our lives as Christians. Once we become saved, we are to be working for God's glory. We're to be bringing people into the kingdom of God, using our gifts and talents, using what he has placed in our lives in order to reach other people. Now, we have gone far too long in the body of Christ where we feel as though we get saved 
we can go sit down in a church pew. And I talk about this all the time. You can go sit down in a church pew or you can attend church and you don't have to do anything else. That is what a lot of people think the walk of, of faith is, the, this walk with Christ. And that's not the case at all. You are made to go do something. Jesus did not say, go and make church attendees. He did not say, make uh, make converts. He said, make disciples. And in order to make disciples, we have to train people up and send them out into the world to reap the harvest. That is what a disciple does. A disciple does not merely attend church. A disciple does not uh, watch Christian television and listen to Christian music. A disciple goes and makes other disciples. And that is what the, the 12 who followed Jesus that was their goal. When Jesus ascended into heaven, when he sent the Holy Spirit and it fell on them in that upper room in Jerusalem, they were endued with power. They began to speak in other tongues. When that took place, that was the igniting point for the modern day church. And from that day on, the Bible says that they added to their numbers daily. This is what we should be doing. We should be adding to the numbers of the of the body of Christ daily. We should be reaching people with the message of the gospel, however that is, uh, whatever that means to you, whether you're in a workplace, whether you're in a factory, whether you're a teacher or a nurse or doctor, whether you're a fireman, whatever that is, you have a sphere of influence where you can reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we've all got to begin to do that. What is my purpose? My purpose is not to come to church and sit. My purpose is to go and make more disciples. God intended for his kingdom to grow exponentially. God never does things one at a time. God always does things in multiples. The Bible tells us clearly God multiplies. So he didn't want one person your pastor going out and trying to reach the lost. He wanted you to go out and try to reach the lost so that you could teach the other people that you reach how to reach the lost. And if you reach two people, then they reach four people, then they reach eight people and it multiplies. We have got to get this into our minds. We were not meant to just sit by idly and wait for Jesus to return or wait to go to heaven. That is not what God intended for us. God intended for us to work for his glory. And there are a lot of people in the body of Christ who feel as though their walk is stagnant. They're frustrated. They don't have any idea uh, what to do. And, and when you get frustrated and when you feel stuck in a rut, when you do the when you're in that mode you lack joy you lack excitement listen to me fulfillment comes fulfillment comes to the child of god when you go and you begin to work for christ when you begin to reach other people with christ for christ and that might mean that you volunteer uh, for church activities. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're out preaching on the street corners. It doesn't necessarily mean that you get a megaphone and, or a microphone and you get up in front of a congregation. We, uh, Jesus very rarely spoke to a crowd of people and called people to him. I don't know that there are any, uh, any references in the Gospels where Jesus gave an altar call as he as he spoke.
I don't know of any references. Now, as the church formed, yeah, we see them telling people, repent, uh, turn to turn to Christ. He's alive. The Peter on the day of Pentecost, we see him doing that. Paul, we see him doing that. Different things like that. But but there are a lot of uh, a lot of ways that you can evangelize to people without standing up in front of people and preaching to them. You can uh, you can volunteer different things. Do volunteer for events at your church. Go on outreaches, whatever. But we need to begin to seek God for our purpose because people lack joy. They lack excitement. And there is nothing more fulfilling. If you're looking for fulfillment, people look for fulfillment in all sorts of things. They look for fulfillment in their job. They look for fulfillment in their house, in their car, what kind of clothes they wear, the name brands, the the biggest and the best. They look for fulfillment in their education. What degrees do they have? Which schools did they go to? They look for fulfillment in all sorts of things. And what what truly fulfills the believer, what truly fulfills the child of God because you have been changed and your spirit is in tune with God, your spirit is, is, is enlightened to God, what truly fulfills the child of God is working for the Lord and seeing people come to him, seeing people surrender their lives to him, seeing people ministered to. That is what truly fulfills the child of God. Once you have made Jesus the Lord of your life, you can't find fulfillment in anything else. And, and everything else anyway is a temporary fulfillment. It, it comes and goes. I see people who get things all the time. They get the biggest and the best of whatever it is. And they're happy with it for a day or two. Or they're happy with it for a short amount of time. And then they've got to move on to the next thing. They've got to get the next biggest thing and the next best thing. And that's why we live in a culture of debt. Because there is no fulfillment in material things. There's no fulfillment in your education. There's no fulfillment unless you are doing what God has purposed and called you to do. That is where you find your fulfillment and some people you know your vocation can be the fulfilling thing because you use that vocation you use that career to reach other people for the Lord you use that to minister to people whenever you can and that is fulfilling absolutely not everybody is called to full-time ministry I understand that but everybody is called to go out and make disciples everybody is called to go and win people for Christ and you say I don't know how to do that well it's very simple and very clear. I pray a prayer at the end of every podcast, and I, I tell people how to accept Jesus Christ. And you don't have to have the exact words. You just need to tell people to turn to him, to repent. And you can use your own life stories. Use your own life stories. Use your own testimonies of how God has been faithful to you, how God has brought you through. Use your own experiences to tell people how how God has changed your life and what he has done in your life. And then you can tell them that they can have the same God that you have in their life and they can turn to Jesus. If you feel like you are just going through the motions, if you feel like you are just living day to day, going to work, coming home, you just feel like there are so many things that you would like to see change and you just keep feeling like you're in this hamster wheel of life where you can't ever get ahead and you can't ever move forward this is one of the keys as a born-again Christian what you need to do the steps you need to take 
is to find your purpose, find what God has given you in your life to reach other people for him. Find it out. Find out what that is. And sometimes it's fluid. Sometimes that changes based on your age or where you're at in life. Sometimes that changes. Some people uh, are retire and, and they no longer go to their work. Then a lot of the time, your situation will change. You might uh, be single and get married, or you might be married and then have kids. You might uh, change jobs or change where you live. And there is a purpose for God everywhere you go and in every season of your life. God has a purpose for you. So it can change. It really does. Um, but if you feel like you're just going through life, you feel like you have no direction, you feel like everything is just humdrum and nothing is exciting. Nothing makes you uh, makes you want to get up in the morning and, and get excited about the things of God. If you feel that way, then this is going to be a key for you, is finding out what it is that God wants you to be doing in this season of your life. And um, he has a purpose for you. If you feel like you have no direction, if you feel like you have uh, no vision, you feel like there's just nothing to look forward to, listen, this is key. Finding your purpose for the season that you're in and going for it, going for it. I've watched people who feel like they have no purpose. I've watched people who feel like they aren't, they, they're not working in the, in the harvest fields with the Lord. And they feel like there is nothing to look forward to. Nothing's going for them. They feel like they're just drugged down all the time. Um, and a lot of the time when you get that way, when you get in that mode, you begin to turn to other things. And a lot of the time, sadly, it leads to sin when you're not working and doing things for the Lord because you're not feeling that fulfillment that you need to feel. So you look for other methods and other ways to fulfill it. I'm telling you, church, you got to get a hold of this. We have got to get busy for the Lord. We've got to get busy for the Lord. And only you can know what it is that, uh, that you are called to do. Only you can know what it is that you are supposed to be doing. And don't wait. Don't wait. I will tell you this. Do not wait to feel led. Do not wait to feel led to do something. Because the devil will make sure that you don't get that that feeling down on the inside of you. And you don't get the tingles when somebody tells you uh, what, what you could be doing for the Lord. Don't wait for that. Don't wait for your hair to stand on end and ten angels to show up. For you to start doing something for the Lord. Listen, God has already told us what is expected of us. Go ye into all the world, make disciples, baptize people, lay hands on the sick, reach the lost, tell people to repent. God has already told us the things that we need to do in His Word. So we don't need to wait on God to show up in person and tell us what to do, and make us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. That, that is so far from what God wants us to do. See, this is a faith walk, and we've got to step out in faith, 
into what it is that God has for us. And sometimes you don't feel anything. I promise you, sometimes when I get up to sing or when I get up to speak, I don't feel anything. And I'm operating in the truth of knowing what God's word says, first of all, and operating in the truth of knowing what I'm called to do, knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's important. It's important to not wait until you feel something about it and not wait till you feel uh, the goosebumps or, or your hair stand on it. It's important to not wait until you're looking for a feeling that's flesh. You want to operate in truth and you want to operate in faith. And so you've got to pray. You've got to ask God for open doors. You've got to ask him what it is that he would have for you to do. And you've got to begin to walk in that step out into that, because I promise you, once you do, when you take that step of faith, God is going to meet you. You say, well, what if I get it wrong? What if I end up doing something that that is absolutely wrong for me? You know, it's better to be doing something. It's better to be doing something than it is to be doing nothing. And uh, if you step into a role, because we've had people at our church step into a role, step into a position at church, and they get into that position in the Sunday school helping out, or they get into that position leading a group, or they get into that position on the praise, whatever, on the praise team, they get into the position and they turn around and they say, you know what, this is just not for me. That's perfectly fine. God does not get mad at you when you step in and you say, this is, this is not what I'm to be doing. This is not what I'm called to do. This isn't my purpose. God does not get mad at you. I believe he honors your faith. He honors you trying. He honors the effort. And when we take a step towards God, he will meet us. He will, he will uh, join with us and, and he'll show us exactly where it is that we belong. So if you get into a position, you say, you know what? I I hate it. I hate what I'm doing in this position for the Lord. I hate uh, I hate my career. I hate whatever it is. If you get into that position, you can change. You can change it. There is absolutely nothing wrong with changing until you find your purpose. But the key is praying. The key is prayer. The key is uh, trusting God and asking God to reveal to you and to open the right doors and to shut the wrong ones. And as long as you're doing that, he will guide you. He will lead you. God does not leave us hanging. God does not leave us out there with no hope. God does not leave us out there with no direction, no guidance. He's not that kind of God. He is always with us. He's always concerned about us. We're on his heart every day, all day, every second. And he cares about us so much that he wants us to get into that fulfilling position. He wants us to find our purpose so that we can be used for him. God does not give you a purpose and then make it incredibly difficult to figure out what it is. That's goofy. That would be a goofy concept. He's not like that. He says, call unto me and I will answer you. He says, if we call, he'll answer. So just ask him, ask God, what is my purpose? What is it that I'm to be doing in this season? Because I feel like I'm stuck in a rut. I feel like there's nothing changing, nothing happening. Am I to be doing more? Am I to be doing something different than what I'm doing? Because some people are in a, in a position already. Some people are working for the Lord already. Some people are, are, are leading groups or, or they're, they're doing something at their work or they're telling coworkers about the Lord and, and it just doesn't, uh, it, 
if it doesn't feel like you're growing, it doesn't feel like you're moving forward. And if that's the case, ask him what else you can do. If there's more you can do, something you can change, God will help you find your purpose. God will help you. He knows your, your desires. He knows what you're good at. And he has created you with that special purpose. So we've got to ask him what it is. We've got to, some people need to fast. Some people need to just pray. Some people need to get in the word to see what that purpose is. But as long as you seek God, I believe he will reveal it to you and he will help you understand what it is. Because if you don't, you're going to, you're going to still feel stuck. You're probably going to end up in some sort of sin. You're probably going to end up uh, drifting away from the Lord you need a purpose in order to grow. You need a purpose in order to get on fire. You need a purpose in order to uh, in order to grow closer to the Lord. So we've got to go to God in prayer. Absolutely, we've got to get into His Word. We've got to understand what our strengths and what our gifts are, and uh, and our passions. And then we've got to uh, we've got to begin to take those steps. The first steps are always the hardest. First steps are always the most difficult. And um, I've seen people who just can't take those first steps, who, who just sit back and, and just watch other people accelerate and go forward. And they just can't take those steps. They know that they should, but they're too afraid. And I'm telling you today, you need to pray to overcome any fear in order to step out in faith into what God has called you to do. He might call you to individual evangelism. He might call you, I know a great man of God. I know several great people of God who are so good at individual evangelism. Wherever they go, people get saved. People get saved in elevators and in hotels. People get saved in, in restaurants. People get saved at the supermarket when they go because they're so good at talking to people one-on-one. -on -one. Other people don't have that gift. Other people don't have the gift of one-on-one -on -one evangelism, and that's fine. It's not an indictment against anyone if they don't have that. Other people uh, can lead a small group. Other people can lead a Bible study or a prayer uh, where they work. Other people can, uh, it might be something completely extracurricular from school that they can go and lead a school group or, or they coach a team of kids that they can use that situation to reach the lost and reach people for Christ and love people the way that Christ loves. You might have a gift of fixing things, uh, fixing appliances, or, or you might have a gift of, of making things. Uh, different people can sew or, or bake or whatever those types of gifts can all be used for God's glory. And we've got to ask God how it is that he wants us to use those gifts to reach the lost and to bring him glory. Because you were put here on the earth to bring God glory. You were put here on the earth to bring God glory. So you, you need to get up in the morning every single day and say, how can I bring God glory today? How can I point someone to Jesus? How can I reach someone who's hurting? How can I make someone understand that they need the Lord? And that is going to help you find your purpose. That's going to help you find your purpose. You have a purpose. God has and God has placed down on the inside of you a treasure. And that treasure is his purpose for you. That treasure is your giftings, the things that you're good at, your talents, your passions. 
the things that you can use to change people and to reach people for Christ, to point people towards him. I promise you, if you'll seek God, you'll find it. If you'll seek God, you'll know what it is. He will reveal it to you. And and you will feel such fulfillment when you begin to walk in what it is that God has for you to do. So today, I want to encourage you, if you're feeling like you're just spinning your tires and you're not getting any traction, you're not going anywhere, you feel like you're just stuck and you feel like you're just on the hamster wheel, whatever analogy we need to use, you just feel like you cannot go forward. You feel like there's no fulfillment. You feel you look around and you understand that you're caught up in some sort of sin uh, because you're, you've been idle and, and you're looking for things to fulfill you, but they're actually drawing you away from God. I'm telling you, begin to seek God for your purpose. Begin to seek God for what it is that he has for you to do to reach the lost and to, to forward his kingdom here in the earth. Begin to seek God. Just ask him. Say, God, what is it that you have for me to do that I can use to bring you glory and to reach somebody for Jesus? And he will reveal it to you. He'll show it to you. So that's my encouragement for you today. I want to pray the sinner's prayer as I always do at the end of these podcasts. And I want to invite you to accept Jesus in your life if you don't know Jesus or if you've been away from him and you haven't had a steady relationship with him, haven't had a walk with him. I want to pray a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer. You can just repeat it after me and then I'm going to pray for everybody listening to this that they will find their purpose in Christ, the thing that God has created for them to do in this season and they will be fulfilled, they'll reach the lost. So let's pray this sinner's prayer. If you don't know the Lord or if you need to rededicate your life to him, you need to repent. Just say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner. I believe Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross, and that he rose again. I ask you to wash me clean in the blood Jesus shed on the cross. Forgive me of every sin. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to live for you. Thank you for making me your child today. In Jesus name. Amen. Now Father God I pray for everybody listening to this podcast. The ones who feel stuck. The ones who feel like they don't have any direction. The ones who feel like they don't have anywhere to go. In the name of Jesus God I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you reveal to them exactly what it is that you have for them to do in their lives, to bring you glory and God to point other people in your direction. I pray that people would see Christ in them. I pray that they would be so fulfilled as they help bring in the harvest and help make disciples. I pray God that every shackle and every chain would fall off of their life. God, as they serve you and as they minister to other people, God, I pray that the chains would break off of their own life, that they would feel so strengthened and so fulfilled in their calling and in their purpose, whatever that may be. God, I pray that we would put our hands to the plow and Lord, that we would begin to work to bring in the harvest because God, we know that the harvest is ripe and the laborers are few. So Lord, send laborers into the harvest. 
God, we know time is short and we need to get to work. So God, I thank you for strengthening everybody listening to this podcast. I thank you for for accelerating them into their calling and into their purpose, for letting them reach their fullest potential in you. Reveal to them now their giftings. Reveal to them now their callings and their passions. Bring to their remembrance the things that they like to do and the things that they could use to reach someone for you. God, I thank you that we all have a purpose. I thank you that it's going to be fulfilled in our life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Friends, I thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. I pray that you have a great week, and uh, I pray that you find your purpose and you begin to walk in it this week. I love you. I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you next week here on the Faith Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Faith Talk Podcast. If you would like to connect with the host, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. Be sure to check out Caleb's worship albums on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever digital music is sold or streamed. If you've been encouraged today, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. May God bless you, and remember to tune in next week for another episode of the Faith Talk Podcast.